You are now entering the chambers of the highest court in the state of hockey. Real cases, hot takes, wild justice. All on Judge Joe Norty. All rise for the Honorable Judge Joe Norty. Today's case will be the state of hockey versus the Minnesota Wild name and colors. For the state of hockey, we have Tony Abbott prosecuting. For the defense, we have Ben Remington of the Giles and the Goalie podcast. Hello. You may be seated. Counselor Abbott, Counselor Remington, you will now be sworn in. Do you swear to give your take, your hot take, and nothing but your take, so help you, Jacques? I do. I do. Counselors, you may begin opening statements. Counselor Abbott, you have the floor. Have you ever been asked to vote from a field of underwhelming, disappointing candidates? That is the choice Minnesota hockey fans had to face in 1997 when the Minnesota franchise, the newly awarded Minnesota franchise, created their list of finalists for the team name. They were the Blue Ox, the Freeze, the Northern Lights, the Voyageurs, the White Bears, and Wild. All six of those were pretty lame names. But there was one name that seemed less bad than everything else, which is why the Minnesota hockey team is now today known as the Minnesota Wild. But not only does not being the worst of six bad options make that name a a proper and good selection for this hockey franchise, the state of hockey contends that this selection process was rigged from the very beginning. As conspirators left off the best choice, the choice that the most people wanted, the choice that was the best for Minnesota, the North Stars. The team, yeah. that, the name that had been here previously <laughs> uh, had been cruelly taken away from the state of hockey and was not allowed to return. Today, this court will show that not only are the Wild a bad, dumb name and their colors are poop, but we will also contend that the name should have been, indeed, the Minnesota North Stars. <laughs> These are uh, serious charges, Counselor Goalie. Mm-hmm. Do you have a rebuttal? You may begin your opening statements. Thank you. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. I will uh, I will remind the counselor that we are a secular court here. We only pray to the hockey gods. There is no amen. Please keep your your comments within hockey, please. Sure. Uh, those are things that you say at a funeral. I'm here today to finally properly eulogize and bury the Minnesota North Stars. For years, Minnesota hockey fans have been clinging to the past and clinging to the lineage of the Minnesota North Stars and expecting the current franchise, the Minnesota Wild, to somehow miraculously be the same thing. This has led to a lot of anger and confusion amongst Minnesota hockey fans. This has led to a lot of should've, would've, could've, and this has led to a lot of griping about things 
that they don't have any control over. The Minnesota Wild are not the Minnesota North Stars. You cannot name the Minnesota Wild the Minnesota North Stars. The Minnesota North Stars is not an available name to name a hockey team at this point in time. And Minnesota, Minnesota hockey fans need to get over it. The Minnesota Wild is not a great sports name. Green and red are not great sports colors. But in the case of many elections, as Tony referenced, it's one of the better options that we had, given the circumstances. I'm going to prove today that Minnesota hockey fans need to give up their angst over hockey teams past and accept that the Minnesota Wild are their hockey team and that their colors are green and red. Thank you, counselors. This court will now take a short recess, and when we come back, we'll begin the trial proceedings. You're listening to Judge Norty on Locked on Wild. Welcome back to Judge Norty on Locked on Wild. We are trying the case of the state of hockey versus the Minnesota Wild name and team colors as defended by Ben Remington of the Giles and the Goalie podcast on the Zone Coverage Podcast Network. Counselor Abbott, I'm going to give it to you as the prosecution. You may begin the trial proceedings. Ladies and gentlemen of the court, the jury, the judge, the defense, the gavel, I ask you one question and one question only. What does the wild even mean? What does it mean? What does it mean to you? Is it an idea? Is it a concept? Is it literally the wilderness? I have but one answer. Who cares? It's a bad name. If you can't even pin down what it is, it is a bad name and should be treated as such. Singular names suck. Nobody says, I'm proud to be a Heat. Nobody says, I'm so happy I'm a Thunder. But it's even worse when what you are is not even a thing. Objection. There's plenty of singular non-plural names that are totally acceptable. Tampa Lightning is a phenomenal name. I'm going to sustain the objection. Oh, of course you are. (laughs) Please rephrase, counselor. Fine, fine. (laughs) Singular names may be all well and good in some cases, but they are terrible when they are not even a thing. Nobody wants to call their team the ideas. Nobody (laughs) wants to call their team, I, I don't know, What's an idea? The peace? The time? Nobody wants to be a fan of the time. <laughs> if Seattle came out and said, we are the Seattle time, and it wasn't with with a H-Y-M-E after the T, people would riot and say, this is the worst name ever. And they would be right because they need a name that is a thing. You know what is a thing? The North Star. You know what's so iconic about that? It actually has something to do with Minnesota. It being up north and you being able to see the stars 
in Minnesota. Perfect name, simple. It, it ties into the state's identity, the state's slogan, which is French for the North Stars were the best name that a hockey team ever had in Minnesota, <laughs> as everybody knows. And those colors, too. Iconic. Green. Gold. White. A beautiful combination. Do you know how iconic these are? Anytime Zach Parise does so much as throw on North Stars socks in practice, it makes the news not just in Minnesota, but around the NHL. You know what has never made the news wearing green, red? Minnesota Wild. They have not won anything, not a Stanley Cup appearance in those colors. Meaning... Objection, relevance, what does what winning have to do with the colors? I will explain, Your Honor. I'm going to overrule to hear what you're, where you're going here. My point is, if you look good, you play good. <laughs> I think it's very simple. And, and the fact is that what has been holding the Minnesota Wild back is because they are too busy on the ice, either vomiting at their color scheme or wondering what the heck a Wild is. You try scoring a one-timer when you don't even know what you are. As for the idea that Minnesota could not have possibly taken the North Stars name, I believe that is a bunch of baloney, and I could prove it. It could not be farther from the truth that Minnesota could not have adopted their old name and colors upon being rewarded a hockey franchise. At the time of the team debuting, the Dallas Stars had not only dropped the name North, but have come or but have been slowly changing their color scheme to a more black and more darker green scheme. So, your honor and the court, there would be no need to have colors that distinguish yourself from the old North Stars because there was not going to be a scenario where either the name or color scheme would confu- would cause confusion in any game, let alone a game against the Dallas Stars. And even if that was an argument back in 1997, you could take today the nameless, identityless Minnesota Wild name and color scheme, flip it back to the iconic North Stars color, and find that and find that any resemblance to the old North Stars uh, name, logo, and colors have been dropped by the Dallas Stars as they have gone with this so so-called victory green color scheme. And this D inside a star logo. Eh? So the idea that you could not revive those names and colors is ridiculous. And it is especially ridiculous when we know that when Minnesota brings uh, some alternate uniforms to the table next year, if hockey is indeed played next year, those will be North Star themed alternates. My argument is that you should not even worry about uh, about bridging the past and future. That will create a monstrosity. If you are going to go back to that, and you should go back to that superior name and color scheme, just do it. The prosecution rests. Counselor Goley, you may uh, prepare your defense and begin. Sure, sure. It all sounds well and good. 
um, bring back the North Stars, bring back the beautiful logo, those beautiful colors, those beautiful jerseys. It sounds great. And in theory, you might be able to convince yourself that that is something that can happen. Unfortunately, there's a lot of confusion with the Dallas Stars keeping the Stars name, even if they did drop the North, because I'm pretty sure the NHL would frown upon one team being called the Stars and another team being called the North Stars. Um, this creates a nightmare for play-by-play -play announcers, especially um, calling games, not using the full North Stars uh, name as they frequently did in the past when the North Stars were in Minnesota. They were commonly referred to as the shortened version, the Stars. Um, so I don't think that that's anywhere near realistic. Furthermore, I don't think that anyone needs to bathe themselves in the optimism of the wild using the North Stars colors on a third jersey next year. This is yet another case of Minnesota hockey fans living in the past, not able to let go of the North Stars lineage. If you're doing nothing but looking in the past, you cannot move forward. And so I believe that this has more to do with the wild not winning than anything color related um, to do with the jerseys or anything related to the name of the team. The Wild are not a success successful franchise because their fans are too busy looking in the past, wishing that the team that was on the ice was the Minnesota North Stars. As far as the colors are concerned, red and green are what are known as complementary colors. They are across from each other on the simple color wheel, and they are known to work well together because of their makeup. Red and green is not only complementary colors, but it is one color combination that was not used in the NHL at the time. And that is a good of reason as any for the Minnesota franchise to use those colors. Also, those are colors that do exist in nature, Iron Range Red as it was named and Forest Green as it was named. And so it makes perfect sense to tie into the Minnesota Wild moniker as they wanted something that related to the abundance of nature, um, especially in the northern portion of the state. I don't know that it's fair to blame any kind of win-loss record on a color scheme. I don't know that it's fair to blame any kind of win-loss record on a name. But I do know that it's fair that you need to focus on the present and the future if you want to be successful. Looking at the past is only going to get you stuck in the past. The defense rests. We're going to take another short recess here for counselors to prepare cross-examination and their redirection. You're listening to Judge Nordy on Locked on Wild. Mr. Remington, what do you think of the Our Ice campaign? I believe that it is a disingenuous notion um, trying to connect Minnesota Wild fans with their hockey team as if they have some kind of connection above and beyond any kind of other sporting team and their fans in the country. Interesting. Would you like to tell me what the names of the Minnesota Wild colors are? 
uh, Iron Range Red and Forest Green. As well as Harvest Gold and Minnesota Wheat, correct? Sure, yes. How is this, Mr. Remington, any different than the Our Ice campaign? Um, because when you're looking to make a name, when you're looking to make create a brand, brands need to have a certain amount of identification to them. They need to have something relatable for people. You can't have a brand of, you couldn't have named the team the Minnesota Billionaires because that doesn't relate to anybody. And you still need to sell things at the end of the day. Our Ice is a terrible slogan because it's somehow putting fans on a pedestal and expecting them to be better hockey fans than the average hockey fan, which isn't necessarily true. Whereas naming the team after things that occur in nature in their own state is just an attempt of making the team relatable and marketable to the state. Can you tell me the name of the hockey team in Winnipeg that resided there in the 70s, 80s, and early 90s? The Jets? Are they currently there? That franchise, no. So uh, they, uh, they, were, they were moved, were they not? Yes, they were, to Arizona. And is there a hockey franchise in Winnipeg today? There is. What are they called today? They are also called the Jets. Hmm. Did they move from Arizona back to Winnipeg? They did not. Aha! Mr. <laughs> Remington! Does this not contradict the statement that Minnesota could not have adopted the North Star's name uh, upon returning to the NHL when the Winnipeg Jets took the name that was the exact same name as they had before and was part of another franchise's history. I see where you're going with this. Um, the obvious retort here is when the team moved to Arizona, they changed the name of the team completely and they were not the jets. They were not the planes. They were not the biplanes. They were not the dirigibles. They were the coyotes. And so, therefore, the Winnipeg Jets is a name that does not closely resemble, resemble any name in the National Hockey League when they moved back to the city of Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. My final question, Mr. Remington. What happens when a baseball play-by-play guy calls a game between the Reds, Red Sox and White Sox? Is there confusion? I suppose there could be, but... Those are two long-standing franchises that have been around since the 1900s. And also there's lots of names that you can call them, as in the Red Stockings or the Chicago Pale Hose. Could you not call the North Stars and Stars different things? Could you simply not use Minnesota or Dallas? You could, if that was an issue for the play-by-play guy. But I think it's a branding issue, more importantly, um, having two teams literally named Stars. Hmm. But not for two teams to be named Sox. No, because there's a color differentiation, and I think that that is also a situation where uh, that was very much grandfathered in. Hmm. The prosecution rests. Counselor Remington, do you care to redirect? Sure. Mr. Abbott, you've mentioned a lot about the distaste for the name The Wild and the desire for the North Stars to be the name. Uh, 
do you have any other ideas that the that the Minnesota franchise could be named uh, aside from the North Stars pending legality issues? I I don't see a need to go and investigate more options than what they have. <laughs> so you think that the team should be should have been called the North Stars in 1998 when they were named and that should have been an open and shut case. Yes. Okay. And you honestly believe that there was no legality issues with that. There was no branding issues in the 20th century marketing machine that was the NHL um, with having two teams named the Stars. I do not think that. Interesting. Mr. Abbott, is there anything that you think would be a better color scheme for the Minnesota Wild than the current red-green combination that they have? I do. I think uh, I think a nice bright green, some equally bright yellow, and white around uh, around an N logo with a star pointing at the top of the N. <laughs> I think that would be a great color scheme, I, Mr. Abbott. I, I do not disagree. Um, that that's a great color scheme. Um, the pr- problem is that was a pre-existing color scheme, and the rights to that logo that you mentioned are are not owned by. They're not free to be owned. They're not free to be taken by the Minnesota hockey franchise. They're actually owned by the NHL. So the NHL owns the rights to that uh, logo and those colors, that color combination is, as used. And so it is entirely up to the NHL's governing body to decide if those colors should be used and in what situations. Do you trust the NHL as a governing body to make sound decisions? I do in that they did this this exact thing with the Winnipeg Jets upon their return to the NHL. Ah, uh, yes, we already covered that. The Winnipeg Jets did not exist as another team, and the Arizona Coyotes are a completely separate branding entity than the Dallas Stars just merely mutilating the name North Stars. I would argue that you could create a, an entirely separate branding entity from the Dallas Stars even back as their uniforms were in 1997 their colors in 1997 were black green gold and white correct yes what were the north stars colors uh green gold white there was not black i do not believe so perhaps at the very end Nope, there actually was from 1981 on. They had black on their jer- home jerseys, uh, or I'm sorry, on their road jerseys first, and then on their home jerseys uh, before making the switch in 1992 to all black jerseys um, and still being called the North Stars, mind you. So black is very much a part of the North Stars color scheme and had been for uh, roughly 12 to 13 years before they moved. Um, so black, green, and gold, and white being North Star's colors, the stars using half of the North Star's name and all of their colors, you don't, you don't see how there would be any kind of confusion there. I don't think that there's anything that couldn't be worked around, no. There are plenty of teams that have similar color schemes uh, to, uh, to other teams. There are, there are even logos that are similar to other, uh, other teams. I don't see too much of a problem. That may be true with the colors, and that may be partially true with the logo. Uh, however, the name is still the sticking point, but I digress. 
do you think that it is healthy for people to dwell on things in their past? Uh, it depends on if those things are much better than their current situation. That's fair, but at the same time, the question still stands. If your situation was much better, let's say, I don't know, 30 years ago, and much better than it is now, how does it benefit you to relive that time if you are not, if you are stuck in harder times at the moment? Uh, I think that uh, I think that uh, it can be a source of comfort and nostalgia. Like, say, for example, uh, imagining '90s jerseys that were much better than the current entities. <laughs> Point taken. Do you think that psychologists, psychotherapists, psychiatrists, and the like would recommend? that people relive those times in their lives when things were much, much better and ignore their present situation? Uh, Mr. Remington, I would ask a psychotherapist this. Well, see, I have a lot of things to talk to my therapist about, and that's pretty far down the list. So I don't think that I'll be doing that next time around, but I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Abbott. That, that's all I have for you for right now. Counselors, you prepared your closing arguments. The defense, Counselor Goalie, you have the floor. Thank you. This has been all about reliving the past. Reliving the glory days that, mind you, didn't have a whole lot of glory. Reliving the times where a beautifully adorned team with a classic, beautiful name didn't win any Stanley Cups in 30 years. Minnesota hockey fans need to move forward. Minnesota hockey fans need to accept the reality of the situation. The Minnesota Wild are their team. And that there is potential with the colors of green and red, as we have seen with several jerseys that have been pleasing to the eyes. Renaming the team the North Stars when they returned in 1998, or even doing it now, is not realistic. You cannot have two teams named the stars in the same league, regardless of what adjectives you add in front of them. If the name don't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> That's all I have for today. Counselor Abbott. The defense likes to claim that you cannot live in the past. You can't live in the past. You can't live in the past. But the way the uh, state of hockey sees it, Your Honor, ladies and gentlemen of the court, the jury, the Minnesota Wild is the past. If continuing to carry on the Minnesota Wild name is dwelling on and living in the legacy of the past 20 years, that is still, this court contains, the past. And we say that we do not have to live in an inferior version of the past. It is, it is possible, as we know from not only the Winnipeg Jets bringing back the Winnipeg Jets name when they've returned to their state. We know that it is possible to bring back old dormant uh, jerseys when the Carolina Hurricanes resurrected their old, uh, their old Hartford Whalers digs. 
and we know that Minnesota themselves are intending on doing this next year when they are going to bring uh, bring North Stars themed alternates to the uh, to the Minnesota Wild, presumably bringing those names and colors or something similar back from the past. Now I say we can have a glorious future simply by embracing the past and carrying it forward. And that is what the Minnesota franchise needs to do. They need to take that name, that beautiful name, that beautiful color scheme, that beautiful logo, and they need to make it their future. The prosecution rests. Thank you, counselors. This as judge of this courtroom, I now turn to you, the jury. I am instructing you, our listeners, to take this back into deliberations and come to a majority verdict. You have filled out the jury poll at Locked on Wild on Twitter. And after a period of no less than five days and no more than five days, the foreperson of the jury will announce the verdict to this court. Before we go, Counselor Goalie, where can we find you? You can find me on the Twitter at Ben Remington, B-E-N-R-E-M-I-N-G-T-O-N. And Counselor Abbott, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Oh Hi Tony. I will post my work there. You may retire to your deliberation quarters. Thank you for listening to Judge Nordy on Locked On Wild, and be sure to check us out every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving on your Minnesota Wild every day. <laughs>